0: This is another episode of Talking With Myself, and I'm your host, Skylar Hunt. Welcome back to the fifth ever episode of Talking With Myself. I'm your host, Skylar Hunt. Here's my sidekick, Bobby. What's up, dog? How's
1: it going, homie? Haven't haven't seen you in a little bit, man.
0: Yeah, I know, Bobby. Uh, We just had a long 4th of July week. And, and things were crazy. I know we were supposed to meet up. Um, but to be honest, the whole thing was really exhausting. So I just needed the few, the last few days to kind of recharge. You know what I mean?
1: What'd you do for Fourth of July? What? You're supposed to stay home and you're supposed to just play video games and watch movies and eat popcorn? Because it's about being free. And it's about... World War Two, and it's about Grandpa, and Grandpa wants to make sure that you can have popcorn for a whole week for lunch.
0: You know, Bobby, I uh, I get what you're saying. Fourth of July, Independence Day, is all about celebrating uh, our independence from the British, but also effectively our our freedom, our, man- our many freedoms collectively. Um. And I think I did that. I think I, I hung out with friends. I went running. I played soccer. I did all the things that I really like to do. Uh, and mostly got, I just wanted to get healthy because uh, I don't know if all of our audience members know this, but I had some br- bronchitis or something effectively resembling that. My doctors said results are inconclusive. But that's what one of the reasons you haven't gotten a podcast out of us for the past few weeks is that I've been down for the count, but I'm back. And I'm better than ever, possibly. Um, I mean, yeah. So let's let's get right to business, Bobby. Let's talk about so my Fourth of July. Uh, I'm in Marina del Rey, Los Angeles, which is a super beachy area. And what, in no way, did I expect uh, that the parking situation on Fourth of July uh, was going to be a nightmare. And it was it was a real nightmare. They were stopping cars from entering. My apartment complex, uh, they, there was no spots for, for anyone, including uh, my lady friend who was coming by to visit, and uh, that was, it was super stressful. And then, you know, fast forward to later in the evening, it's fireworks time, everyone's here for, for game time, you know, Bobby?
1: Yeah, fireworks are the best part, it's like somebody playing video games in the clouds.
0: You same, same, same brain here, Bobby. We uh, we're both thinking the same thing. I'm super excited about the fireworks because they're basically a video game in the clouds. Um, and, and despite the fact that there's no there's no significant uh, buildings or structures in the area, they shot the fireworks so low that nobody could see them. And we we had to walk uh, down the street for most of the fireworks until we finally got to a a divider in the middle of the road with a little bit of grass on it, uh, that we could see the last, I don't know, two minutes of the fireworks on and, and that, so that was frustrating. And then trying to find said car that we struggled to park for most of the day was like trying to find an engagement ring in the ocean. It was pretty rough. Um, so yeah, pretty much whole past week was great. With the exception of 4th of July was like a big hot mess caused by, just general hullabaloo, I would say. Um, and I, it makes me think about how simple it was growing up, which, oh, my God, another guy who's like, I remember a simpler time. But, uh, no, it's like I remember we would just walk down the street from our home go to the m- middle school grassy area, sit down on a blanket. There'd be, I don't know, New Jersey. So someone's selling some sort of funnel cake that will probably kill you. Um, and, and just, you know, just bug spray, lots of bug spray. Like I can remember the taste of bug spray. And fireworks happen. It's great. We go back home. The whole thing's maybe an hour, hour and a half ordeal beginning to end. Uh, and, you know, can, can hit the bed by bedtime. And and now as an adult, I think I long for that feeling, but then when you go to the actual fireworks, it's kind of like, who gives a shit? It's it's the same as you remember or worse, or, like, even less spectacular. Like, uh, I don't know. A director must feel, like, after Elizabeth Olsen auditions, and then both of her sisters tag along and they audition as well he's like oh sure of course uh, oh that's not the same um and also i mean the fact that i'm in my early 30s and there really haven't been a lot of technological breakthroughs in the fireworks ind- industry vertical the, the the whole thing they're like i would have thought that And I know that someone's going to say, but at Disney, they do kind of something like that, but they don't. So, like, why can't they shoot a firework that explodes and it's so specific that it actually explodes like a whole complex image into the sky? I know that some people would say that about Disney, but they just shoot shitty fireworks into, like, strategic shapes. I want to see, like, fireworks cartoons. And I feel like there's got to be some way to do that. I... And not that guy. I'm not the guy to figure that one out, but I'm the guy to ask the first question that's going to inspire the kid who's going to solve that one. So if you're aware de- my deists out there, I'm like the first mover of that situation. Um, so I'll take partial credit when it comes to like history book uh, citations, all that partial credit. So yeah. So like what if there were fireworks that exploded and there was like a scent component to it like firework explodes the shape of a pineapple and all of a sudden holy shit everything smells like pineapple i think that that's a brilliant idea not to mention it might actually improve certain areas uh that smell a little dank a little uriny like maybe we do this for the venice uh los angeles fireworks that place is 7% urine it's It's Times Square with foliage in certain points. But um, so that would be a new type of firework. If we can do the uh, interactive, like animated fireworks, then let's take what Bobby said about video games in the sky and let's actually do it. Like what about fireworks that you could play like a game of Pac-Man on? Or even, I'm I'm not greedy. I'm not greedy. Why not Pong? Let's start simple with like maybe some Atari level graphics and just work our way up to skyrim so that way maybe like 10 20 fireworks is from now we could just play skyrim in the sky i think the ads write themselves really for that uh yeah so like what did you do for fourth of july bobby
1: oh you you're talking that's so cute oh uh- With you a grown man to Los Angeles? Well, there was some complications with the fact I'm three and you are not my family. You're just a boy who does not my, my podcast. You're my boss. You're the man bringing me down. in my nine to five. And so my mom visited and I took her to took her to Popeye's Chicken Biscuits and then the next day we went to Chick-fil-A and she loved the Chick-fil-A's real good. Then we went to, she wanted to eat some local food, something more Los Angeles. So we went to Dare Taco, which is like a Taco Bell if they said, hey, you can't use any seasoning ever again. You're in trouble. And their Tucker said, okay. Alright, I'm sorry. No more. And so we went there. And then for the fireworks, uh, you know, we were tired from eating about 7 pounds worth of fast food. So we just kind of slept through it. Didn't really even hear any of the bangs or anything. It was, it was relatively peaceful.
0: Wow, so that I mean, you had the opposite Fourth of July of me. You you really made the most of it, uh, and you and you really didn't let the spirit of the season get in the way of you doing you, Bobby. And I think I've always respected that about you. I mean, always for the last uh, I guess four months that we've known each other, um, and like you kind of you adapt to situations a lot better than than I do. Like you you moved here. And L.A. is a place that's got a very health-conscious uh, or health-focused population. They really care about lifestyles. I have a boss who uh, goes running for lunch. Like, that's his food is running. Um, so I get it. And you moved here, Bobby, and you're three years old. I mean, barely – how long have you even been eating solids for? Uh, I'm no I'm father, so beyond me. But, but you, you, you went – and you, you adapted your diet. You, you started drinking green juice. Or, I mean, it's different different shades of green. Uh, but I guess it's just green juice. You started doing, was it?
1: Y- yoga. I started doing yoga because somebody told me. And I thought it was yogurt with the oat at the end of it. And so I went to try and get some vanilla yogurt. Or maybe blueberries, because it's my favorite. As you, (laughs) as you should know, by this point in our friendship, and I did yoga, and it unlocked my mind, bro. Like, you, you don't know that you really use a very small percentage of your brain and of your potential, and yoga is like meditation for the body so the brain can like truly live you know
0: Bobby you are even more eccentric in your Los Angeles than uh, I really even understood so that's pretty impressive are there any other things that you've tried since you've gone out here that you want to talk about well
1: you know I've always been to with weed, so that's not really something new. Been vaping since I was one. I can blow those air like O rings in the air with my, my vape skills. But when I moved over here, I tried psychedelics, which they're kind of like a combination between Flintstone vitamins. And cow poop that you find in a park or baseball field or a farm. I guess a farm, specifically. But it's kind of disgusting. But then, oh, oh, Skylar, I felt like I was a kid again. I feel like I was two. Instead of having all of the baggage of being three. And... It was the most amazing day in my whole life. I talked to a tree for two hours. But it was really nice. A nice tree. He friended me on Facebook.
0: And um, wait, so the trees on Facebook?
1: No, Facebook B-A-R-K. is like Facebook I guess Facebook for trees is pretty accurate. They have a whole network of, <laughs> of roots underground. So you can like, poke people and see pictures. It's pretty cool.
0: So you wait, you, you're a th- three-year-old kid that did psychedelic drugs right when you moved to Los Angeles? Yeah, I mean, it's
1: what all my older friends were doing, so I just ran along with it.
0: I guess the D.A.R.E. program really let you down, Bobby.
1: The dear program is a joke, so don't even get me started on it.
0: Uh, I guess, I guess we agree there. Uh, we're going to be right back in a minute. We just gotta do a quick ad break. So, uh, be right back, friends. We take the finest ingredients harvested from the top 1% of our breeding stock. We bring perfect, beautiful, healthy children into this world. Don't put them in cages. Why no cages? Well, we believe that children need to be treated with a gentle hand compared to the typical farm animal. With kid gloves, you you could say. So we let them roam free range, more or less. We feed them well, and then to top it all off, we teach them how to scuba dive. So when they get trapped in an underwater cave, hey, they've got this shit, man. So check out cruelty-free, cage-free children who know how to scuba dive already.com and sign up for yours while supplies last. And we're back uh, with talking with myself. I'm still your host, Skylar Hunt, in case you're tuning in from a different podcast, uh, which in a linear sense doesn't really make any sense. I don't know why you're doing that. It's like might be technologically impossible anyway uh our next segment and our first guest uh we'd like to welcome uh marina del rey resident and english expat oliver derbyshire from london to give us his opinion on the world cup welcome to the show ollie oi welcome my name is ollie ollie derbyshire and I'm here to talk to you about the World Cup in it. It's the biggest football tournament in the world. And it gets me so excited that my English accent jumps around from city to city. You really can never tell where I'm from. Sometimes seems like London, sometimes Liverpool, sometimes Kent, sometimes Hartlepool, sometimes Newcastle, sometimes New Jersey, which is a... Uh, sometimes Australia. It really... Re- Really, it's, I'm just so excited about the tournament. I'm really excited. England, uh, where, how they've done. And I just wanted to talk to you about what you've felt so far. What's been the highs, lows, and all that shit. Well, well, Ali, um, I'm, I'm really going to be interviewing you about this. But we will, we will get to all of those uh, subjects uh, very soon. First thing I want to say is uh, it's kind of the, the elephant in the room. Uh, no United States in this World Cup. I don't know if uh, if you guys have heard this. Have you heard, have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you? Uh, what's the deal with the United States national team? Um, and airline food. What's the deal with both of those things? Uh, you know, well, United States has always been a very industrious team. They they've always worked really hard. They run. They tackle. They chase the ball down. The great, great, great goalkeepers, great. Like it's like all the NBA players that were not that good end up becoming goalkeepers. So it, that super strong. What the issue was this time around was a uh, the old gaffer Bruce Arena, who's a coach, has been manager two different, uh, three different World Cup cycles if you include this one, and. He just played a lot of the major league soccer blokes, the old guard, the old guard, and 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 they let him down. They were they were old conservative choices, and you've got to, you've got to assume most Americans bit destroyed. This looks like a World Cup they could have, you know, done as well as my my England, my 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 three lions have done, which is they are they've made their way to the semi final. And it looks like they've got a chance of making it to the final. They get past a a very intimidating Croatia. Okay, all right. So so I, f- I should feel bad about this, is what you're saying, that the United States had a real chance here and they blew it because they don't have the vision uh, of a lot of more successful uh, perennial contenders in the World Cup. It's ex- exactly right, Mike. It's exactly what I'm saying. Um, but. Something to look forward to is that the next World Cup is only about four years away, give or take, because I think they're doing it in the winter because of Qatar. They've spent millions in bribes to get a World Cup. And they're doing so. But it's like Tatooine in the summer in Qatar. So if if they do it in the summer, you know, your messies or whatnot will just die. And this time, not in the sense of their performances will be so shit, they'll want to die. But they'll actually be dead from heat stroke, exhaustion, any of those things. Um, so this world cup's gonna be in the winter, and that's gonna be real interesting to see how shit it's gonna be. Spot but, but you've got that to look forward to. United States can qualify for that one. And if in the event that they don't, uh, you you lot will get a Oster World Cup in twenty twenty six, if there is still a world left to cup. The uh, United States, Mexico, Canada, hosting it together. Really lo- lovely to see you getting together with your rivals to host the World Cup. Um, on top of that, uh, yeah, it's been real exciting. Uh, Germany knocked out. Spain knocked out. Argentina knocked out. Brazil knocked out. you you, you, you got to love it. As a neutral, you've got to be able to appreciate just the great quality football the 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 intense competition, the drama, all the penalty kicks. Everyone loves a good penalty kick shootout, even though it's maybe the most unfair result in, in world sport. Um but it's been it's been great. Have you enjoyed it? Well yeah, I think that it's been fantastic and not having the United States to, to worry about has kind of been freeing. So I've just watched every game as a neutral and and I've really enjoyed that and I hope that You know, should we knock on glass table, make it to the next World Cup? Uh, I hope I can continue to carry that with me, even while I'm fretting uh, over who will be playing in each group stage match and God willing, the knockout rounds. I think that I will still watch all the other games and still get hopefully just as much out of it. Well, that's wonderful perspective to have. And um, I will... like thank you for having me here. I've kind of done your job for you, hosted quite a bit. Yeah, yeah, you 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 have just sort of stepped it up. I appreciate that. Um, you've you've been great. No, but I, I get it. It's you know it's one of your shitter impressions. Maybe maybe your worst one yet. The one the worst of the ones you've put in the pod. Um, so you probably, I probably won't be back because of that, but you know, it was nice to stop in and have, let me talk about a bit of footy, not a lot of other impressions you could have done that would have been, uh, you know, a little bit more racist than this one, a little bit more, uh, jingoistic, ethnocentric, whatever the word is. Um, but thanks for, for, for for putting up with me. No, no, I, I want to thank you. No, it's all right, mate. Thank you okay thank me um we will be right back after the sad break do you need to get around but hate all the pre-existing ways someone could get around are you too cool for a car too badass for a bicycle too wealthy for walking too abstract to take an airplane But well, check out turd scooters coming soon to a nice near you you just download the app, plug in your credit card, and you're turding all over the city. And when you're done, just throw your scooter on an old lady's lawn and take a shit on her front porch. It's that simple. Hashtag Welcome back to Talking With Myself. Skylar Hunt and Bobby here. And uh, we'd l- we're really excited to talk to our second guest. Uh, her name is Sarah Blitzkrieg. She went to the Weather School of America, which is the biggest and best weather school. I mean, it's the Harvard Law uh, of, of weather schools. And um, she, she went there. She she took, you could say she took her, her class by storm, uh, if you wanted to say that, which I did, and I do. And uh, she's here tonight. To, to talk to us not only about, you know, topically the weather, as in, you know, the global warming and all, and all of the polar ice caps melting and droughts and famines and all that shit, but, um, but also just in particular why it's so hot right now. Uh, this past week on the West Coast, there were temperatures, I mean, I live on the water and temperatures got up to 100 degrees with like 70% humidity. It's pretty rough, but elsewhere in the L.A. area, it was, up, it was in the teens, the hundred and teens, uh, for July 5th. It, it was the record for the hottest July 5th ever in L.A. by 10 degrees, and uh, so, so naturally, uh, we on the show wanted to find out why we were being inconvenienced and, and, and talk about issues that matter directly to us, so, so we got the best, the best of the biz, so uh, welcome to the show, Sarah thank you so much for having me really excited to uh to get to be on a podcast and uh i'm happy to just share what i know you know happy to to take my expertise and uh and clear up a few fog foggy clouds i'm not the joke person you're the joke person but weather pun all right uh sarah thank you thank you for joining us um (laughs) So, so uh, we're f- we're familiar with with the theory that you know not only uh, has the the impact of man on Earth been been pretty pronounced in terms of uh, food sources we've eaten, deforestation, uh, where we've chopped down trees for everything from paper to just clearing land to IKEA furniture. I'm sorry, I said paper. Sorry, um, and. Like we, that, that theory is very well known and and oft discussed. So, what what I wanted to ask you is is that the only theory on global warming? Uh, please, please give us what you got. Well, that is not only the most uh, popular theory on global warming; it's the it's the truth. It's what happened. Um, but I was so excited to be on this podcast that I did a little deep digging. To try and find some alternative truths or alternative theories all right the first the first thought is that uh, there is a devil in hell uh, as we all know yeah yeah we, we're we're familiar with the devil he he does movie reviews uh, on our show sometimes uh, one of our one of our more popular guests for his no-nonsense straight shooting approach yeah well there's more than just one devil. Now there are two devils. There's a super devil. And the super devil lives in hell with the devil. And the super devil, uh, I guess, creates more heat. They're just... just I imagine they're quite big and hell is quite cramped. So two of them are raising the temperature of the core of the planet. So that's one one idea. I mean, uh, I've never heard of, of a super devil, but... Um, if i know anything it's that that will be a marvel cinematic universe movie in about 5 years i'm sure they'll run out of characters and they'll they'll do the, you know the super devil and al roker and all all the other sort of lesser known uh marvel hero- heroes and villains so love super devil uh other than super devil there's the thought that uh it's kind of just like if you imagine a cocktail and the your ice cubes in your cocktail, those are the polar ice caps, they they melt naturally. And your drink becomes more watery, uh, temperature rises in the liquid, and that's just it. It's just natural. So it's like the earth is a cocktail, the polar ice caps are the artisanal ice cubes. And uh, what's happening was just always going to happen. And you would be so surprised how many uh, politicians... Love that theory. The fact that uh, nothing we could do about it, not our fault. They're, re- they're really thrilled with that uh, scientific possibility, of, of which there's none because is, in fact, the first thing that I told you about. That's global warming, and it's real. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, less, less of a Marvel movie, more of just uh, a Marvel that, uh, that anyone would think that. So I'm guessing from the tone of your voice, you've got a third for us. Yeah, it's not really a list without without a third. So the third is that uh, there was a, not uh, widely accepted a a meteor or asteroid that hit the Earth and wiped out the dinosaurs. So the theory is that that that, that meteor is reactivating somehow, uh, and and the same meteor. That wiped out the dinosaurs is going to wipe mankind out. Kind of poetic. Uh, not, not super feasible, but but poetic for sure. So those are the three we're going with. Um, I just wish, you know, there was anything we could really do. But at this point, it's likely that even if we stopped driving cars tomorrow and switched to, to full wind power, we're still It's still too late to reverse the course of events. Even if we had like a Superman flying backwards 8 billion miles an hour, opposite direction of the Earth's rotation, very little we could do. Our best bet is going to be uh, either learning how to live in uh, underground bunkers or finding a new planet. Uh, The real hope is just that you and I will be long dead by the time that they even have to do that. So, you know, pass it on down to the next generation is probably what's going to happen. And that That's never bitten us in the ass before even one time. So, you know, I'm being very sarcastic because we're doomed. But, um, yeah, that's it. That's the weather. Hopefully it chills the fuck out over the next few days. You are such a treat, Sarah. Um, you're kind of like... Talking with myself's version of a weather girl, um, but you're like half weather girl, half uh, smokestack in a Long Island factory, and we j- just 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 a, a princess, just a delight. So please come back again anytime that there's anything topical about the weather. I oh, like how the um, the EPA guy is gone. Technically, uh, the highest position in the mm-hmm. weather world you know, we were wondering whether or not he would last throughout Trump's whole term. The little joke at the weather community, we, we have uh, very rare occasions we can use it. So thanks for giving me uh, a platform to use a good weather joke. And thank you for giving uh, me some great conversation, some great weather insight uh, on talking with myself. Uh, also like to thank uh, Cruelty free, cage free, children who know how to scuba dive dot com. Uh, huge, huge sponsorship. Also, thank you guys for the t shirts. Uh, they're super call to action uh, I'd like to thank you, say thank you to Turd Scooters, uh, makers of fine lawn ornaments since two thousand eighteen. Like to thank our guests, uh, Ollie and Sarah, for their World Cup and uh, global warming uh, insights. I guess two global, two global things. A thank you to Bobby. You're welcome. And thank you to All Saints for making cool t-shirts that overcome my lack of taste and style. Uh, Until next time, this has been Skylar Hunt. That's myself. And this has been Talking With Myself. In case you didn't hear me say the show name. Bye.